Hi there, welcome to the SOS podcast. My name is Glory Paul and it is such an honor to be speaking with you again today. Today I want to talk to you about the purpose of spiritual growth. Why we need to grow. Now you see yesterday while I was laying in bed, I was just having my usual quiet time. But I was listening to an audio play on my phone and then all of a sudden I fell asleep. And that led to a vision. Before I talk to you about that vision, I want to give you a little background story. Alright, so up until three years ago, I never used to have visions, okay? That was a gift I entered into three years ago. And it came at a time where I was in desperate need of more of God. I remember I had just come in contact with my covenant sister, who today is such a huge, huge blessing to me. Prior to meeting her, I was serving in church, growing in church, and I just wanted more of God. And I realized that some of the influences I had around me weren't helping. Some of the friends that I had around me weren't helping. And so I told God, you know what? I'm going to let go of all these negative influences, and I'm going to trust you for the right kind of relationships. And so I prayed, Lord, I prayed and I asked that he would bring friends that would influence my life positively, someone who would encourage me and who we would both influence each other's life positively and we would, you know, basically help each other grow up more, uh, more spiritually, grow up, you know, deeper in our work with God. And that was when she came into my life and I knew that she was an answered prayer or an answer to my prayers and she has always been an answer to my prayers and so at that time we were having sleepovers lots of sleepovers so i would leave my house i'll go to her house because she was living alone and myself her and a few other friends we would you know just spend time worshiping over the night worshiping praying we had moments of um, communion where we'll have a communion and then we'll pray over each other would anoint ourselves those were very important seasons of our lives we are still um, profiting from today. So I remember the first time I had my first vision. It was one of those days when I had gone over to her house and we had had those moments of an amazing worship and all of that. And then in my dream that night, I had a very clear vision. I remember it vividly. It was like a tour through a city and there was someone with me who I couldn't see, but I could hear his voice. It was a male figure. And now that I look back, I know that that was the Holy Spirit. And so he was taking me through the city and he was just basically explaining things to me, interpreting things to me. And I would ask him questions and he would, you know, answer them. And even though it was a bit terrifying because the things that I was seeing, you know, were scary, but he was interpreting it to me. And even though it was scary, I didn't have terror inside of me. The things around that I was seeing, were scary but you know there was no terror in me and so i remember waking up from that dream and i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god i had then i couldn't explain i was like oh my god i was telling my friend then that i saw this i saw that this was happening here oh jesus and i remember that morning vividly while we were still in bed because we used to pray in the morning together Someone goes on social media, I don't remember if it was my friend now, and she brings a video to me of a minister who we also respect, who is a prophet. 
And that morning he was given a vision, sorry, he was given a prophecy over Nigeria, a country. And the prophecy he gave was totally in line with the vision that I had. And so, of course, the vision that I had was about Nigeria. So when she brought the, the video of the prophet who was giving a prophecy over Nigeria, it confirmed everything that I had you know, seen in the dream. I said, that was my journey. That was how my journey began. And then after that, you know, it's been one thing or the other, once in a while. It's never really about me chasing or trying to see visions. I just enjoy my time with God. I just press him for more and more of him. And then when he needs to reach out to somebody, there are times that he just wants me to pray. And so I'm sleeping. I get that vision. I wake up with, you know, a burden to pray and to seed for someone. I do that. Sometimes when it's a child, you know, I get a burden to call their parents. And the amazing thing is that all the while, in all of the times that I've had vision, they've never really had anything to do with me. It's never really been about me. And that's where I'm going to. It's never really been about me. The only times that, you know, were sort of related to me was the very first time it had to do with my country, Nigeria, and the need to intercede for Nigeria. And then the other one was more, more like a wake-up call. It's more like a case of, hey, you need to get to work. Okay. After that, it has never really been about me. It's been about me reaching, you know, reaching out to somebody, praying for somebody, interceding for somebody, calling up a friend and saying, hey, I saw this. You need to do this. I don't know if this makes sense. And the funny thing is that most of the time, I may not understand it. So it's never really about pride. It's never, it has never been, that's for me though, it has never been about me calling a person and saying, hey, God is saying that you need to do this. I see that you are doing this thing. You need to stop that. Nah. So most times how it comes to me is that I, I have the vision. I have clear pictures of what is happening. I understand who that vision is for or what that vision is about most times. Because I know the location, I'm seeing the people that I ought to see. You know, I sort of understand the message around it. But I might not be able to totally interpret the step-by-step details, you know, of what happened, why something happened. So most times, when I wake up, I carry that vision in my heart. It comes with a burden. If it's a burden to intercede, I just pray. So I might not know what is about to happen or what wants to happen, but I know that God is telling me to pray. And so I wake up and I pray. And there's some other times there's a body to reach out to the person. And then I reach out to the person, right? And 80%, when I say 100% of the time, when I reach out to the person, they even understand it better. They end up interpreting it, you know, to me. So I never really take my visions to somewhere and say, hey, I don't understand this very well. No. They interpreted the fact there was this amazing one that happened. The one that was more of a wake-up call because I knew when I woke up, the instruction after that vision was write it down. It wasn't really tell anybody, it was write it down. That was the one for me. And I wrote it down and I was trying to understand as I holy spirit, what is this about? What are you telling me? What are you telling me? And so I was just in that place where I was brooding and praying and I eventually shared it with my covenant sister, the one I told you about. And that was such an epic moment in my life. I remember I had recorded it 
as a voice note and I just sent it to her. But before I did that, when I woke up from my dream, remember he told me to write it down. So I wrote out the vision and then I wrote out what I thought that he meant, what I understood. I wasn't totally clear. I wrote it out, I wrote out what I believed God was trying to tell me. And then later in the day, I was just having that conversation with my covenant sister and I was like, oh my God, sis, I had this vision last night and I just narrated everything to her. Then she replies to me later in the day because I was at work and she's like, this is what, you know, she totally interpreted it and this was her first time too. So you had the whole moment of goosebumps, oh my God. Right, because when she interpreted it, she was praying and she was like, Oh God, oh God, that she's not so sure, but she thinks this is what God is saying. When she interpreted it, and I went back to what I had wrote, I told her, Sis, she just confirmed every single thing that God, you know, you know, told me. And you see, that's amazing. This is why God needs us to grow up. He needs us. I was so I was so blown that day that I had a friend who could interpret my dreams for me. Such a huge one. So anyways, back to the vision I had yesterday morning. So I joined this new department in church and in this department, this lady who recently just started getting close. We're not even that close, but you know, she's someone that I respect a lot and we just, we do business together. She's such a delight, okay? So, but my point is we don't really like converse or talk or communicate that much. But yeah, in the same space, more like, and in the same time, we had just been growing a bit more closer. Okay, and so yesterday morning, when I went into the vision and I had that again very clear vision, I saw her down to down to what she was wearing. I saw everything, and it was more like a case of someone was you know attacking about to attack her so it wasn't really about me it had to do with her in the in the in the vision and so as soon as i woke up again i had a burden to pray for her and also to tell her there was a tell someone tell someone tell her and so i woke up and i prayed but i had to run to work now the most amazing thing happened i got to work she was the first person that called me the amazing thing was that I had forgotten. I got to work, I forgot. And then she calls me and I'm like, oh my God, I had a vision about you. I had a vision about you. So I told her, you know, when I get home, I'll tell you all about it. She's like, no, 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 tell me. I said, no, when I get home, I'll tell you all about it. Okay, guess what? I go home, I forgot. <laughs> and then she calls me again. God is just amazing. And I went on to tell her the vision. And of course, like I always say, I told her, you know what? I know that I saw you clearly. I know that these things were so vivid and so clear. But I also understand that sometimes it may not be you, you, because in some, some visions as well, it might have, it might take um, the image of a certain person, but it might not be related to the person directly. It might be something else. So most times I don't focus on the faces that I see, I focus on the message in the, in the vision, okay? But I said, I think this one is about you. So if it resonates with you, then yes. But if not, please do not even think, think about it, disregard it to him. So I gave her the, I told her all about the vision. And I was so blown because, again, she began to interpret it to me. 
she got to explain that oh my god and the amazing thing was it was like reversed i don't know how to explain it but my point is i was so glad at the point where i got off that call there was such a high level of humility first of all that i felt i was so humbled that what god what god because in that vision there was a threat to life someone was threatening to kill someone so it was really important. It was a very dangerous you know, dream. And so I had to tell her. And when we got to that point where um, more like deep was going on to deep and she understood it, I understood it. And then we got off the call. I was just blown. It's like, God, I'm just, I feel so humble that you will use me to reach her. I'm like, this lady, I just, I just started knowing how. You know, I just knew, like, so, you really need us. There's work to be done. What if I never grew in my work with God? Of course, you'd say God is unlimited. You know, he's God. He can do all things. But the truth is, we are his hands and his legs. And he needs us to do the work. He needs us. There's some people that only you can reach. Because of the way he made you. And that's the amazing thing. That's why he made you the way you are so that you can connect with those people easily. There's a reason why you went through those experiences, so that you can be able to communicate easily to certain people. And God has put, you know, all that they need in you. And so most times when he's trying to reach them, he would need you. He would come to you. And this is the major reason why we need to grow. Like I said, 80% of the visions that I've had in past times have never been about me. It's been about family members, friends, parents, my country. And these have been very urgent um, messages that were given to me, very urgent. It's not just the type of, hey, tell that person that I love her. I mean, that's sweet. I love that. But I've never really had that. It's always been, you need to pray. Should I blow your mind? There was a particular one I had. It was for my niece. And God was more like letting me know that there was a sexual predator around her who could probably abuse her. Who was trying to abuse her. I'm telling you, and I didn't understand, and I'm saying it, but in the vision, it wasn't that clear. I just knew that something that had to do with abuse, and I could see my niece, and I could see her mom in the picture, right? In, in fact, in the, in the vision, it seemed like she was aware, and she was letting it happen. So I woke up that night. First of all, I don't joke with such things, right? There's a bloodline around me and my children, and I have decreed that such a thing is not permitted to enter. So when I had that vision, I was angry, like, how dare you, Satan? So I prayed against it, and then I had a nudge to call my sister. Now, initially, I didn't want to call her because I don't like getting parents, you know, worried about things like that, and I didn't want her to be paranoid. So I prayed about it, but God told me to call her. And then I called her and told her, sis, you need to just pay attention to her. You need to pay attention to your child. You need to pay attention to your child. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if there's anything happening, but you need to pay attention to her. She said, okay, that's fine. A few days later, I go to see them. <laughs> and she says, I was with her, and then my niece walks in, and then she says, 
she calls my niece and says do you want to tell auntie glory anything she says yes and then they begin to give me the story of how there was there's this family member who is in the house staying with them who was staying with them at the time and how my niece one day was just walking down the road now thankfully i had also trained my nieces and my nephews to how to run away from things like that i had made them aware of things like that okay and so um she was in the house just playing and then that uncle comes and says hey go and bring this thing for me and then as she was going he comes from behind he carries at this is a what she was about four years old then four years old comes from behind and carries her tongue her over and touches her private and she screamed and ran away and not just running away she told everybody because typically what kids do what all those sexual predators do is that they try to make the kids comfortable around them and they make most times the children can't talk about it but because i had told them and of course through the help of the holy spirit i had trained my my nephews i was about to say my children they're all my children i had trained them to speak up when they're in such situations and so when that thing happened she went around the house she told everybody hey this uncle did that this uncle touched me this uncle touched so it was all blown and that's this this happened right after i had the vision and so my my sister called me and told me that this had happened and that before then too she had just been having a certain feelings certain discomfort about that particular person but she wasn't sure what it was she wasn't sure what it was in fact that incident made other because you know the other people around the house other you know little young girls began to open up about how that uncle had touched them or had tried to abuse them when they were younger so you see the holy spirit helped by making me intercede already ahead you know and exposing that situation totally exposing i believe that that was all 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 of god all of god there so i just share that for you to understand so most of the visions that i've had were for people around me but what if i never grew in my work with god you see your pastor can't do everything for you. He'll teach you the word, but you need to sit with the word. You need to stay with God at the end of the day. You need to grow. And also, this tells me that not growing up spiritually is actually very selfish. You're being comfortable with the level you are at and not desiring to grow. It's actually a little bit selfish. But if you're pressing for more of God, now we're not going because we want to see vision or want to prophesy. No, we just desire more and more of God. Now this is it. As you grow in God, you begin to discover who you really are. I've come to realize that who I was five years ago is not who I am today. Who I was two years ago is not who I am today. Heck, who I was one year ago, one month ago, is not who I am today. Every day as I press into God, as I press in, just say, Lord, I trust you. I am being transformed into his very image. And that's what the Bible says. We are being transformed into his very image. Remember, you were somewhere before you came here. This is not all that you are. And what happens is that when we come into this life, like I've shared before, we come with a clean slate. It doesn't mean that you did not know anything before now. 
were not ordinary. So we come in with a clean slate and then we begin to take in the things that we are taught. And that's where parenting comes in. God expects that two stewards, two godly stewards, bring in their children and raise them the godly way. Help, help them discover their gifts and talents and help them walk upon the path that he has already predestined for them. So that's a whole lecture on its own as <laughs> for parenting. But my point is, who you are right now is not even who you are. It's not. So you need to stay with God. You need to grow in God to discover who you really are. Discover your strengths. It's just like you go into a war zone and you have been given every single thing that you need. But you must discover them. You must use them. You know, I say it's very reckless, very, very reckless to go through this life without God, without the Holy Spirit. Wow. Very reckless. Because this world is very spiritual. Most people say, oh, let's be real. We know that there's God, but the one that we can see. You don't get it. Nothing, nothing is normal. Even the things that you see, it's not normal. It's not, something is natural. What you're actually trying to say is that these are the things that you've grown used to. These are the things that you can see, so you have grown used to them. So you can touch your wall, you can touch your bed. But those are things that men created. Those are things that, you know, came about. Remember there was a time you came into this world as a child and you couldn't see this world. It was gradually you began to see the faces right of your parents initially it was just a blurry with light all over and then you gradually began to see their faces and began to recognize them you began to know the voice of your father the voice of your mother and then you now knew okay so these are my siblings oh these are their names oh this is the food that we eat right gradually then you became accustomed to this world, you became used to it. It doesn't mean that that is all that exists. Wow, there's a lot there. It doesn't mean that that is all that exists. It means that it's not everything that you see. The things that you see right now is not all that exists. There is more. That is why you need to grow. That is why you need to grow. You need to grow for the people around you. You need to grow up for your family. You need to grow up for your, for your children. You need to grow up for your parents. You need to grow up for you. So this is just to encourage you. Right? God needs you. God needs every single one of us. And we need him too. We need him too. I hope this encourages you to be more deliberate in your walk with God. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you and do have a great day. Bye-bye.